Welcome to Here's Teresa on Talk Zone with your host, Teresa E. Keeves. Teresa is here to inspire and educate you with heartwarming stories and informative conversations from a national and global perspective. Now, here's Teresa. Good morning. Good morning to my beautiful, beautiful, beautiful listeners out there on this fantastic Thursday morning. This is Teresa E. Keeves, your host for Here's Teresa, broadcasting on the greattalkzone.com internet radio. And please know that I certainly appreciate you tuning into my broadcast, as I know that there are other radio programs or other things that you can be doing, other things you can be listening to at this time, but you decided to listen to me. And and I want to give a shout-out to all of those individuals who are my regular listeners. I really appreciate the faithfulness. It's just awesome. As I do my best to be positive, I do my best to be fair, I do my best to be correct in my reporting and discussions, you know, and most certainly all apply to common sense conversations, which, you know, common sense is not common in our world today. And I do my best to apply that as much as possible, whether I'm on the air with you guys or whether I'm just doing my own thing uh, when I'm not on the air. All right. The topic of my discussion today is going to be with my regular guest, the world's best mental health therapist, Reginald C. Campbell. And we are going to be talking about inspiring people to make a positive difference in the world that is seemingly hopeless, okay? And we're going to talk about some points that you out there may want to implement in your life, and we are going to start with a segment titled, Did You Know? What do I mean by that? Well... You know, uh, like there are a lot of things that are happening in our world today, listeners, that is off the chain, nasty things like the Las Vegas shootings and Harvey Weinstein. We're not going to be talking about that. So, you know, listeners, um, I even said in my last broadcast that it is like the gates of hell has been opened up because of the continuum of the dark and nasty things that human beings seemingly insist on doing to one another on a daily basis. Just know this, listeners, that on the other side, there are positive things that are happening in our country. There are positive things that are happening in our world. However, the media insists on reporting on the craziness that is going on with, you know, uh, one story of gratitude, like I've said, at the um, or happiness at the end. And I'm certain that there are more stories like this, but not just being reported on. So going forward, I'm also going to talk about things that may not be so pleasant in my broadcast, but I'm also going to make sure that I am also talking about things that are positive and and, uh, inspiring. Although all of my broadcasts are educational, but I also want to have some, you know, infuse more um, uplifting and laughter and things. So we uh, will get into this much-needed discussion in a moment, but I want to tell you, my listeners, a few things first, okay? Uh, Well, let's get the weather out the way. Here in Arizona, it continues to be in the 90s, guys, okay? Today, high is going to be 94 with the lowest 64, which makes it great because, you know, it gets to 94, so you're going to have to turn the air conditioners on, you know, if you're at home, 
or or things like that or when you come home if you don't leave them on which I don't like to leave my units on when I'm away and then at night you could turn them off and open up the windows and you know um and just just enjoy the cool breezes coming through well all I could say is that you know in spite of it that it continues to be hot that I am so grateful to be alive and that I can see another day giving me the opportunities to complete my task, you know, make phone calls, you know, do the things that I need to do, talk to my loved ones, see the, my loved ones, um, and or accomplish things that I did not do the day before, you know. And, you know, maybe there's something I need to resurrect myself for whatever the need is, you know, and, you know, and so forth and so on positively. And, you know, you guys out there get my drift, particularly all of you who have been listening to me for a while. Now, I want to um, talk about a great story um, that, you know, some of you may have heard of and some of you may not have. But I, I want to share this story. This is about an 11-year-old heart-melting response to adoption news captured on security camera. The, the story goes like this. A girl's reaction to finding out she was going to be adopted by her foster parents is warming hearts around the country. Her name is Tana Butterfield. She is a sixth grader at American Heritage School in South Jordan, Utah. Her family has been trying to officially adopt Tana and her two younger siblings. And earlier this month, it finally happened, reported on KUTV. Tana formed a special bond with her school's office manager, Jackie Alexander. Now, Tana comes by to visit Jackie daily. According to ABC News, Tana's soon-to-be adoptive mother called the school and asked Alexander to give the good news to her daughter during her daily visit to the office. Security cameras captured Tana jumping into Alexander's arms when she heard the good news. Alexander posted the video to her Instagram page where it quickly went viral. All that excitement, joy, and happiness that you see in Tana went right through to me, Alexander told ABC News. My heart was so happy. It was like, ah, it was like screaming, Tana told KUTV. What a fabulous story, listeners. See, this is what I'm talking about. You know, that there are fabulous acts of love and kindness in our country and our world, and it needs to be reported on more and more, you know. Now, one other thing I want to say, you know, is that I have a question for you all out there. What the William Penn is going on with a lot of schools not teaching penmanship and cursive writing to our children. I'm sure that I've talked about this on my broadcast before, but I'm talking about them because it seems to be more and more prominent. Now, you know, my beautiful granddaughter, she's a senior in high school. And I, and as I was reviewing, you know, her homework, um, you know, when I had her uh, last week, you know, and I'm, and I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh, why are you printing? You know, they don't want us to, to, to um, you know, write this print. That is so ridiculous. How is that teaching our children? Um, you know, how, you know, it goes all up under being an, and, you know, being a adult, getting, getting, being an adult and getting ready for the world. How is, how is, you know, um, printing your name, your signature when they have to sign, um, you know, sign varying documents? as they're in college and, you know, as they go on to, you know, opening up a bank account and so forth and so on. You know, I just, you know, I just, 
I just thought that I'd throw that out there. I'm sure some of you are probably saying, yeah, we're getting that same thing too, you know, with our kids, you know. So I have taken it upon myself, listeners, that I am teaching her and her handsome brother, um, you know, taking them through cursive writing. You know, they, I know they started doing that. And then all of a sudden it seems like it, it kind of like dropped off, you know, but okay. I am going to bring on my fabulous guest the wonderful and the best world's mental health therapist, Reginald C. Campbell. Good morning, Reginald, and welcome to my show. Good morning. Good to be here. Thanks for having me on. Oh, absolutely. As always, as always, you know, you know, I like you and my listeners like you. And um, so, you know, we always have great discussions. So we have quite a bit to talk about. So let's let's get started. Okay. On ABC okay. News, okay, ABC News is reporting, Reginald, that, and I'm, and I'm sure you know this and my listeners, but we're going to talk about it. Representative Tom Marino, he's a Republican out of Pennsylvania, withdrew his nomination to lead the Office of National Drug Control Policy after a news report found that a bill he authored weakened the Drug Enforcement Administrator's ability to go after drug companies distributing large amounts of opioids. All right. Yes, you know, you know, the medical industry, I just don't know anymore. <laughs> you know, why would anyone who deems themselves for the people, such as a congressman or woman, and go for things that would harm not only their constituents, but their entire country population with these opioid drugs? It, my question is, are the kickbacks from the drug companies, for example, more important than making certain that the people of this country are not being fatally harmed by drugs that is supposed to help them when they are in pain. Now, in case any of you are not familiar with this report I'm talking about, it was reported on 60 Minutes this past Sunday, and my husband and I, we were reviewing it, so I'm sure you can still go online and see it in its entirety. Now, the bill Marino sponsored, Reginald, is, is Ensuring Patient Access and Effective Drug Enforcement Act, sailed through Congress, and they showed this on the television with unanimous support and was signed by President Obama in 2016. The legislation makes it harder for the DEA to suspend drugs companies, to suspend drug companies from fulfilling suspiciously large contents and shipments of opioids, according to a report from the Washington Post and CBS News. 60 minutes. Now, Reginald, Representative Marino, you know, was nominated last September as drug czar for Trump. However, after the 60 minutes bombarded them with, you know, with the evidence and facts this last Sunday, now all of a sudden, Reginald, Representative Marino, he's backed out. <laughs> so it says, okay, now after the report on Marino was published, Senator Joe Manchin, um, uh, of, of Virginia admitted to CBS News that all of us were fooled about the bill when it was first introduced. He's a Democrat uh, in West Virginia. He says that they all were fooled, were fueled, uh, uh, fooled by this bill. Now, just, you know, just a little bit of uh, more information. This is staggering, uh, listeners. 91% of Americans die every day from an opioid overdose, according to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. And when during this report, when if you guys choose to do so, 
you go and you look at it online. It shows that when they were going through this bill, um, people were just talking. Uh, they weren't really paying attention to what the gentleman who, you know, was, was talking about the bill and, uh, what, what they said or no one asked questions about it. You know, Reginald, what, what are your thoughts on what I just said? Well, it's a lot. Um, <clears throat> but first of all, um, um, so much for draining the swamp. <laughs> exactly. So much for draining the swamp. But this goes back to so many people that uh, that Donald Trump has has tried to dominate. You know, Scaramucci, and you know, we can go we can go on down the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, your question is: It more important for people? To uh, uh, have have basically kid kickbacks money from the drug companies than looking out for the people that they're supposed to represent or want to represent. Uh, obviously, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is more important. Uh, as far as uh, the gentleman saying that he wasn't aware of of the bill, I mean, this this opiate crisis has been going on for a while. This isn't anything new, and shame on him for saying that. He didn't know much about the bill or if the bill got fooled, he was fooled by the bill. It's your responsibility to know what a bill is before you support it or, or, or not support it. Mm-hmm. Um, and this guy who had to withdraw, well, he just, I, I think he's going to run for governor, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so <laughs> Great. He handed, yeah, he, he's handed his. Everyone who runs is going to run against them. All they have to do is pull the sixty-minute report, or you can put that in an ad. And you know, hello, and just and just beat the airways with it. <laughs> that's, that's, it. that's it. Wow, wow, yeah, it was a very, very, very interesting and <clears throat> excuse me and heartbreaking uh, report. As we were listening to it, I'm like, you know what? What in really? Come on. Come on. You know, you just, you know, first of all, Reginald, too, and my listeners, we know that in these bills, they tack on a whole lot of other things, you know. And, um, you know, so you're in there. You're supposed to be over your constituents, which, you know, just because they're in your uh, little realm of the world, you know, people don't understand that what affects one affects all. OK, uh, the, the can we say the ripple effect? And, um, you know, so. You know, they need to uh, do their job, read and comprehend. That's what they that's one thing they need to do, you know, and um, and and stop taking kickbacks and all of that other stuff. You know, you know, you went in there to do a job. You know that it pays X amount of money, but you're going in there. You know, it is. I, I said this on my show the last time. Reginald, remember that that uh, and my listeners remember I said that, you know, they go in there. You know, the, I don't know exactly uh, what the senator is making, uh, you know, per year. But, you know, they were, you know, reporting like um, this one Marino. I think he got back like 70 something thousand kickback from drug companies. And then this other woman, um, she got like 100, almost 170 thousand. I mean, come on. Really? All right. OK, let's move on to my segment called Did You Know? You know, I'm implementing this segment because, you know, I want people to, you know, to be educated and making sure that if they, a lot of my listeners and, um, uh, you know, didn't hear about something, you know, they'll hear about it here on my program. Here's Teresa. Now, Obama 
Foundation is reported by ABC. Obama Foundation enlists Gloria Estefan, chance the rapper, for inaugural summit. This is being reported on the 14th of October, 2017, by David Kaplan. The report says, in part, our original, the Obama Foundation is getting ready to rock. The nonprofit foundation whose mission is to inspire and empower people to change their world announced on Friday a trio of musical acts for the closing event of its inaugural summit slated for October 31st and November 1st in Chicago. Chance the Rapper, Gloria Estefan, and the indie rock band The National. Additional artists will be announced at a later date. Now, David Simas, he's the CEO officer of the He's the CEO of the Obama Foundation, said in a statement, the Obama Foundation's goal is to encourage and empower young people to create positive change in their communities. With the Obama Foundation Summit, we're bringing together young leaders from across Chicago, the country and the world to share ideas. We look forward to joining these leaders, Chance, Gloria Estefan and the National in an event that inspires individuals to see themselves as change agents and celebrate civic engagement. Now, more about the foundation states that, you know, their mission is to inspire and empower people to change their world from leaders who are already making an impact to people who are interested in becoming more involved but don't know where to start. Our goal is to make our programs accessible to everyone and anyone, anywhere. We'll equip civic innovators, young leaders, and everyday citizens with the skills and tools they need to create change in their community. It's a big job, and we're getting started. Now, you can learn more about um, their first set of projects and join them in their experiment in citizenship for the 21st century. Now, now you guys, this is a fabulous one. It has sections that explain more of what the foundation is doing, such as fellowship. That's the, that's the Obama Foundation fellowship. And it seeks to uh, support and elevate outstanding, um, civic innovators from around the world in order to amplify the impact of their work and to inspire a wave of civic innovation. They have training days. They have a segment called My Brother's Keeper Allowance, Alliance, which is to ensure all young people can reach their full potential. My Brother's Keeper Allowance focuses on mobilizing mentors, reducing youth violence, and improving life outcome for boys and young men of color. And uh, the other segment is called The Summit, and, uh, <clears throat> and it states, you know, that we're... Um, inviting civic leaders from around Chicago and the U.S. and the world to come together to exchange ideas, explore creative solutions to common problems, and experience civic art, technology, and music. Now, like I said, the uh, Reginald, the website is, is fabulous, and I invite you all out there listening to me, you know, to go and visit this site. It is very informative. It is directly affiliated with helping and inspiring and teaching you know, individuals who are coming behind us to make positive change, you know, to within themselves and their world. Now, the website is www.obama.org. And so I am, you know, I'm so excited about this, Reginald. And 
what it is all about. And, you know, and it's, you know, it's, you know, in part in, about in better, you know, betterment and positiveness, you know, it's just very, very exciting. Now, this certainly is a tune with my talk as well as something we need in this world. What do you, what do you think about that, Reginald? I, I think it's great. I went on, uh, went online yesterday actually to, um, uh, to, to that website and, uh, you know, looked at things there and was very impressed with, uh, with what I saw. And, and I think it's such a good idea because especially now, uh, the way the atmosphere in Washington, the atmosphere coming from, uh, the White House and just what we were talking about, um, this gentleman who was, uh, you know, taking kickbacks and, and all of that. Uh, you know, we need to inspire, uh, young people. We need to inspire, uh, kids in grammar school and high school and, and in college. Um, and, and it's not just about yourself. It's, it's how to help others. And by helping others, you actually help yourself. So, um, very impressed by it. Um, not surprised because of how the Obamas are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm not surprised that this is something that, that they have done because just look at their body of work um, mm-hmm. in the past 25 years. So, uh, but again, it's it's so needed and and it's something that I I welcome. And yeah, go go online, check that out. A lot of good stuff on there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's excellent. It is, it's positive. And this is what we need. And this is what I'm telling my listeners, as I said in the beginning of my program today, that there are so many inspirational, positive things out there happening. And, you know, we need to know what's going on, you know, in, in, in the White House and Congress and stuff, but we don't need to be bombarded with it constantly all day long, you know. And excuse me. And as I did say that the, you know, the, the you know, the, the, the talking heads and out there, you know, um, of, of, you know, that that's listening to me, you know, please implement more positive news in your reporting. You know, we, we really need this because it, 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 it is really creating more and more of a, of a, you know, of a, of, of a darkness and, and despair in the world. And I think that when people hear something, that is inspirational and enlightening. It makes them, you know, within themselves feel better and they go out and do better things because they feel better about themselves. Okay. Hope that makes sense to you. <laughs> it made sense to me. Now, mm-hmm. now, Reginald, just the word inspiration gives me the cup runneth over smiles. Um, it, 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 it is implementing ideas and energy, for example, as I just love inspiring and helping um, individuals. You know, um, inspiration is fabulous and it can be done in so many ways, Reginald. And, for example, you can inspire someone just by you being a good and faithful person. You know, it does rub off on others, listeners. You know, uh, someone is always watching you. My father used to say that. And I find it uh, to be true as I have encountered it, you know, listeners in my life, as they say, the biggest form of flattery is imitation. And it brings a smile and sometimes tears of joy, um, you know, as that is what I want to do. I want to be, <clears throat> excuse me, positively inspirational, you know, uh, to others now inspire people not only 
uh, by talking to them. But, you know, you can inspire them just by being an example, which is what I just said, you know, through your actions, you know. And for me, when um, I know that I've inspired someone, um, you know, it's like winning the lottery. Now, it hasn't happened to me yet winning the lottery, but it's going to happen to me. But, you know, it's just such a jubilation. And, you know, for example, um, you know, um, my beautiful granddaughter wants to be a doctor of esthetician. I think I've shared this with you guys before. And she says that she was inspired by me ever since she was a little girl in a manner of how, you know, I take great care of my skin and my being and how I encouraged and taught her to do the same. You know, she wants to help. She says that she wants to help uh, people in that area. And she also wants to help burn victims, you know, in her practice as well. You know, what do you think about that, Reginald? You know, I, I just think inspiration is fabulous. It's it's so it's it's so needed in this in the world. Uh, it's so needed today, but it's so needed everywhere, from the from the small to the large. Um, I know at times if if I'm having, uh, I, I can just remember a time when I was having having a bad day. This is recently. And uh, I was walking into the store, and and the gentleman held the door for me, and that was that was inspiring to me, and I and mm-hmm. I passed that on to the person who was behind me of holding the door open for them. Um, so it's the small and the large. Um, so many people, so many kids, especially need inspiration. Um, uh, Moms who, well, single mom, single dad, um, uh, someone who is uh, in between jobs, someone who is having a hard time at their job, someone, you know, so so just on and on um, mm-hmm. that, you know, we can inspire someone and by inspiring someone, it actually helps inspire ourselves. So mm-hmm. so it's so needed. And yeah. a kind word goes a long way. We're talk about inspiring. Just a kind word, just a kind gesture of, of holding the door for the person behind you. That goes mm-hmm. a long way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, people, um, if if any of you um, ever take note of uh, when you're out and about in your life, you know, um, as I've said before, uh, take a little time to enjoy the view that was coined by Barbara Walters on The View. Um, you really should take time to 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 look around and and um and 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 know that you live in a beautiful world, you know, regardless of uh, of the Kim Jong Un and the and the Donald Trumps and the and the Steve Bannons and and uh, Jeff Jeff Sessions and the, and the guy who pulled out his gun as he's running for Jeff Sessions uh, spot down there in Alabama, you know, that's not that's not what our world is is supposed to be. You know, we're not supposed to be um, hateful and and um, and talking tough talk. We're supposed to be talking talk of love and um, and inspiration and gratitude and uplifting. Because one thing that we're supposed to be doing here um, as human beings is that we're supposed to inspire ourselves and inspire others, you know, and do good for ourselves and do good for others. We're supposed to pass it along, which is what, you know. Reginald was saying, but what I want to say is that I just, you know, take a note that, you know, it's so much um, craziness on television, Reginald. We've talked about this before. You know, uh, there are more shows on TV that you never see the sunshine. You know, everything is dark. 
<clears throat> excuse me, everything is dark, you know. Um, they talked about um, Wonder, um, Wonder Woman. I have not seen that yet. And I'm like, well, you know, maybe when it comes on Netflix or something, I'll see it. Uh, maybe I will, maybe I won't. But I mean, you know, okay, where's the sun at? You know, in all of the shots that I saw, there wasn't any sun shining. Everything was dark, you know, and it's like, you know, see, people don't understand that, that, you know, they think that just, you know, been them eating food, you know, chewing and swallowing, eating food, their hamburgers, their French fries, their green beans, that, you know, that that's their food. But people need to clearly understand that. Everything that your eyes is is taking in, that's your food. Everything that you're hearing, that's your food. Everything you're eat, eating, yes, that's your food. But you know, just know that there are other methods that are that are food that is fueling your bodies, your mind, you know, your your whole your whole being. Okay, so I I want I want uh, people to to understand that, Reginald. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, it's spiritual food. Um, yeah, it's not just the the food that we eat for uh, uh, our bodies, but we have to be concerned and careful of what we uh, feed ourselves spiritually. And mm-hmm. I was I was channel surfing the other day, and I've I probably said this before, but I was channel surfing the other day, just just looking for something. I I I watch a lot of you know I'm a history and and a and a and a politics uh, uh, junkie, and 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 I love cars, so I spend a lot of when I'm watching television, I <clears throat> spend a lot of time watching you know those or or, or the car channel. And mm-hmm. I was channel surfing, and I was again just amazed at the number of shows that I came across where there was a gunfight, someone was being hurt, um, some kind of um, detective show where someone was being kidnapped, and and I'm just, just go on and on and on and on, and this is what um, our children are watching. This is mm-hmm. what our adolescents, our adolescents are watching, and this is what adults are watching, so... Mm-hmm. spiritual food as well if you're mm-hmm. suggesting that in your spirit that's what you're going to think that's how you're going to feel and that's how you're going to be but on the other hand if you in just uh, uplifting things positive things um that's going to inspire you as, as well spiritually mm-hmm. now in the in the tech world all of you tech people out there you know that this is a very old thing, but I'm going to say it is GIGO stands for garbage in, garbage out. And that is also very relational to, you know, our lives, you know, what we're looking at, what we're doing, what we're seeing and and things like that. All of that pertains to our whole uh, being digestion uh, track. OK, so if you particularly, you know, um, before going to bed, you know, you're looking at a you know, looking at a bunch of bad things that's happening on the news. This person was robbing the bank. They, you know, they killed him. And then, Reginald, you know what? In a lot of reports, they're getting pretty graphic too on the on the news reports and things like that. So, you know, yeah. you you go to you you know, this doesn't mean that you don't be informed. That's not what I'm saying at all. Okay, mm-hmm. let's straighten that out right now. I'm not saying for you not to be informed. You should be informed. However, you don't need to be informed to the point 
where it's consistent day and day. You see in this report over and over and over and over again, 24 hours, seven days a week. You know, you, you know about the, the mass shootings, you know, um, that that's, that's really bad that that happened. You know, if you can help out the community in, in the flood area or this or that, you know, do that, but don't bombard your, your body and your soul with it, especially when you're, you know, wanting to, to go to sleep at night because this is what your, your, you know, your brain is going to remember that. And, and, you know, it, it comes out in your dreams and it can come out in the, in the day that's coming up, Reginald, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, cause, cause people, I, I just noticed that people are just existing, you know, Reginald, they're, they're, they're just existing. They're not knowing, you know, the greatness that lies within them. They're, they're not knowing the gifts, you know, and I did a report on that. You know, that a lot of people, you know, are just not opening up their, their gifts. Remember that report, Reginald? Sure, yeah. And it, it, uh, you know, it's similar to when you're at the table and you're eating and you're, and you're full and you push yourself away from the table. We have to do the same thing with what we ingest with our eyes and our spirits. Um, there's times, you know, as much as I love history and politics and news and things like that, there's times I have to just push myself away from the table, that table being that that news report or that or that news show, because mm-hmm. there's only so much that, um, that that we can take. And and you're right with the fact that, you know, we have to um, be cognizant of what we watch uh, prior to, to going to bed because our, our brain sleeps but our mind never sleeps. That's why we drink. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, you can, and also I know one guy who said, gosh, Reg, if I eat pizza at night, I know I'm going to have, I know I'm going to have bad dreams. Okay. So don't eat pizza, my friend, if you know that that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and before going to bed, I think it's important that we, uh, you know, have some positive input before we, uh, you know, close our eyes for the day. And that mm-hmm. can be a, a prayer that can be having pleasant thoughts of, of, of people that you care about or people that you love. Um, so, you know, again, yeah. it's all part of inspiring. Yeah, I love that, Reginald. Uh, push yourself away from the table. And um, I was just saying, you know, push yourself away from the table um, of listening to negative, uh, reporting, you know, okay. I, I, I heard this, I heard that, um, you know, I, I heard this about the, you know, the opioids. I heard this, that, okay, that's enough. I, I got the whole gist of it. I got it. I don't need to, you know, uh, I'm not stupid. I'm not slow learner. I, I've already heard this, so I don't need to keep hearing it over and over and over again. And the original gets to the point where everybody has their take on it. Everybody's going to say, you know, and it's just, it just goes on forever. You know, it's, it's just, it's, 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 it's a lot. It really is. It's a lot, you know. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to, um, um, take a break right now. And then when I come back, Reginald, I want to discuss, um, that there are 20 items that, uh, people can use, um, in their life to inspire not only themselves, but other people. And I want us to go through these as much as we possibly can. So stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Back 
to Here's Teresa on TalkZone.com with Teresa E. Keeves. Thank you for returning with me, uh, my beautiful listeners out there. You know, I just real quickly, Reginald, you know, I want to read something that I read all the time from Joel Osteen since we're talking about inspiration. And um, I just want to go through it. Um, I'll go through it uh, very quickly because I know time is of the essence. Um, but <clears throat> something that I read that he says, and it's, it's re- relating to what I was telling you um, yesterday about the power of I am. You know, and um, matter of fact, he has a book out uh, that that's, you know, about discusses the power of I am. And I know that it works because it's worked for it works for me. It has worked and it still works for me. Okay, now here are the things that he says. Um, I am blessed. I am well able. I am successful. I am victorious. I am talented. I am creative. I am wise. I am healthy. I am in shape. I am energetic. I am happy. I am positive. I am passionate. I am strong. I am confident. I am secure. I am beneficial. I am attractive. I am very valuable. I am here. I am free. I am redeemed. I am approved. I am prepared. I am qualified. I am motivated. I am focused. I am disciplined. I am determined. I am patient. I am kind. I am generous. I am excellent. I am equipped. I am empowered. I am prosperous. I am a child of the most high God. And telling you, if you go through that before the start of your day and or when you need, you know, uh, uh, an inspiration in your day, I'm telling you, it's 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 fabulous. I just thought that's something that I would share, um, you know, with you and my listeners um, out there. Joel Osteen and Joyce Myers are two of my most um, ultimate favorite um, um, individuals uh, teaching the word um, um, out there. So, all right, I just thought I'd share that with you. Okay, now. Um, now, Rachel, there's a, a, a website called Lifehack, L-I-F-E-H-E-C-K dot org. Mm-hmm. This gentleman by the name of Daniel Wallen, W-A-L-L-E-N, he wrote an article titled Inspire People and Change Their Life. Now, this article has listed 20 ways to inspire people, and I would like for us to talk about them, you know, for our listeners, Okay. So here we go. It says in part the following. Has anyone ever inspired you to change your life in a significant way that made you healthier, happier, or fulfilled? If so, you understand you understand the difference that positive inspiration can make in a person's life. Inspiration is powerful, but it isn't easy. If you want to be a positive influence, capable of inspiring your loved ones to become better versions of themselves, please consider these 20 ways to inspire people around you. Okay, here we go. Number one, care. (laughs) That's something you and I have talked about, Reginald, many times Mm -hmm. on this program, care. If you can't show a person that you genuinely care about them, 
do you think you will be able to inspire them? Uh, mm-hmm. Like Mama Eleanor used to say, uh-oh, the answer is a resounding no. Show people you care in your words. How are you today? How are you doing? And your small action, small acts of kindness go a long way. That's something that you just talked about, Reginald, with the gentleman holding the door for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. That is that's that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, number two, he says, is be enthusiastic. The saying mm-hmm. enthusiasm is contagious, is common mm-hmm. enough to be cliche, but it is a cliche because it's true. Reflect enthusiasm every day to the people you are in contact with, and I'm telling you, you know, you know, a genuine smiles, positive energy, and caring concern will be returned tenfold. Okay? And this is what I was yeah. saying earlier. All right? Earn yeah. trust. Uh-huh. Number three, earn trust. All right? If a person you know loves you, you know, if a person you know and loves tell you a secret, it stays between you and them. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that again. Okay? Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of doggone gossip out there. If a person you know and loves you, and, and if the person you know and loves tells you a secret, it stays between you and them. Trust takes a long time to build, but it can be destroyed overnight. So don't take a part in workplace gossip or unnecessary drama in your social network so you can be a positive influence that people are unafraid to talk to. See what I'm saying? That that was fabulous. When I read that, I said, oh, my God, I know I'm not going to be able to go through each 20 of them, you know, boom, 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 like that. I'm going to name them all. But, you know, stopping to, to you know, say a little something about each one because I don't have that time. But this is very important, Reginald, earning trust. You know what I mean? Yeah, trust. Well, I, I'll even say uh, trust. It takes a long time to uh, can take a long time to establish and, and can be breached in two seconds. Yep. So, you know, you can. I mean, just think of situations. I'm sure people, yourself, and other people, our listeners out there have have uh, had a situation where they, you know, trusted someone and that they've built this trust for years. And unfortunately, a situation happened where that person breached their trust and. You know, that was all destroyed in like two seconds. So, yeah, absolutely. Be be careful with that. Exactly. The next one, number four, listeners, is if it's not positive, don't say it. Now, you know, that brings me to a theme where this person that um, I I used to talk to and um, um, she said to me, "Uh, well, you know, I could tell that your granddaughter is going to be a person that just says, that says, no, she's not. No, no, she's not. That behavior is not going to be. You cannot just spew stuff out of your mouth. And I talked about this before to my listeners. Just spewing things out of your mouth don't make you seem, you know, they think, oh, that makes me seem tough. Because, Reginald, that seems to be the way of the world right now. You know, I'm just I'm just going to I'm just going to say it, you know. Uh, like Donald right. Trump and a whole lot of other people that, you know, I'm just going to say it, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's, it's not good. It isn't good. It's, it, and, and it says in part, 
It's easy to criticize people, but that doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. Think about Mm -hmm. it. How do you react if someone insults your intelligence, makes fun of your outfit, or criticizes your performance? Whether the criticism is justified or not, I bet you get upset. No one likes to be criticized, so if you don't have anything positive to say, don't say it at all. And I'm just going to add, shut it up. Okay? Now, the next one, number five, is build people up. Small compliments have a way of brightening any day, regardless of the dark shadows that may be overhead. Okay, stand your ground, and it and it's not the standing your ground that that you know people are talking about now. You know, uh, negative thing. I stood my ground. That's that's not it. What he's saying is that it's easy to let life stress shake our foundation of inner strength as human beings, but if you want to inspire people around you, learn to stand your ground through thick and thin. Okay, number seven, admit your flaws. Okay, listeners, you know what I have to say, you know, and I've said so many times in my broadcast broadcast, none of us have arrived and that Earth is a big learning institution. Get it the first time so you don't have to go over things, the same things with the same people so many times in your life. You know what I'm saying, Reginald? Number eight, be an active listener. Oh, my gosh. I love this guy, this Daniel Wallen. I've said this to you um, so many times before on my program. Listening is very, very empowering. And I, and I, you know, I, I tell people, you know, the t- Teresa, you know, how did you obtain so much wisdom? And is it because I listen, listen, listening is so educational. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, reach for the, reach for the stars. Okay. No one will be inspired by a person who resigns themselves to reality, such as a dreadful place that sounds devoid of hope or personal growth, in my in my opinion. He says, be ambitious, aim high, and never surrender if you want to inspire people that they, too, can accomplish anything they set their mind to do. Oh, I'm telling you, this guy is just off the chain. Number 10, deliver constructive criticism. First of all, mm-hmm. constructive criticism should only be delivered if, if it is asked for. Okay. He's saying he's referring you back to point number four. If it's not positive, don't say it. All right. Um, number 11, treat everyone equally. Okay. I, you know, I just hope that, you know, there's a lot of, people out there, you know, listening to me, I so appreciate it. But I, it would be great if if a lot of our, you know, government officials and congressmen and and representatives mm-hmm. was listening to this. Treat everyone equally. Mm-hmm. We we are all equal human beings regardless of our gender, politics, race, religion and other factors. Love and care for people without consideration of these irrelevant factors that have no influence on the quality of a person. Treat others how they want to be treated, no matter their background, to inspire trust. There's that word again, to inspire trust and confidence. Number 12, walk with confidence. Okay? Keep your head high and eyes forward so you can say hello or how are you to everyone you walk past. Walk with friendly swagger that reflects confidence and who you are. You know, I have had people to tell me, Teresa, when you walk in a room, you know, you can, you can feel, you can feel the confidence. 
thank you very much for that because that is something that is intentional. It's positive confidence, you know. When I walk down the street, I say hello to people. Hi, how are you doing? How's your day? Have a blessed day. And I've had people come back and say, oh, I just love that you said have a blessed day to that person. I'm telling you, it matters so much on a higher scale of being of being good to people, Reginald, than than not. You understand what I'm saying? Sure, and and it you know because we never know um, what people are dealing with with that day, that situation, and that time, and that could be just the one thing that they need to 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 get them through the day. Um, so, yeah. Um, Kindness goes such a long way other than negative things, and it just seems like, you know, with everything that's going on again out of out of Washington, mm-hmm. it's so important that we um, uh, take a positive stance. Uh, yes. With ourselves, but with, but with others uh, that we love, and even people who we may not have a good relationship with. Mm-hmm. Take that positive stand. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Number 13, stay calm and cool. How people react to insults or criticism speaks highly about their ability to inspire others. If you respond to hate with more hate, how are you any better than the person who started the confrontation? Hint, you're not. <laughs> Number 14, share your influences. What books have made a huge impact on who you are as a person? What sources of inspiration help guide the most important decisions in your life? How did you become the happy, healthy, positive person you are today? Share the influences that shaped who you are so others can also benefit. Did I just not share the I, the positiveness of I am? That was written by Joel Olstein. Didn't I not share that with you, my listeners? Okay. All right. Number 15, acknowledge contribution of others. Okay. Acknowledge that. No matter how wonderful you are, <laughs> listen to this, listeners. I want you guys to get all of this. All right. No matter how wonderful you are, you're just one person. So I am sure others have contributed to your greatest successes in life. Uh Uh-oh. Have Teresa not said that? We don't do anything in our life, not unless someone has helped us. Someone has helped us in our life. Okay. If you're a writer and receive a compliment about a particular passage that one of your friends inspired, Say something like, I so appreciate that, but you know what's funny? It wasn't even my idea. My super talented and brilliant friend, Johnny, uh, whatever, gets full credit. Acknowledge the contribution publicly, if at all possible, to show people your humble. Humility is important and thoughtful enough to give credit where credit is due. That is great, Reginald. Keep your promises. Keep your promises, listeners. Keep your promises, okay? If you volunteer to help with the cause and you get invited to a movie or concert, you need to keep your word. How often have I said to you, listeners, okay, that your word is all we have. 
It is so important. It is so powerful. Keep your word. No matter how much fun the other thing may be, it's easy to ditch our responsibilities, Reginald. When a more interesting opportunity presents itself, but this is a surefire way to destroy the trust, okay, you've worked so hard to earn, so you be wise to keep your word no matter what. Quickly, Reginald, your thoughts on that? It's it, you're sure it's important to keep our word because our, our word is our bond. You know that old saying, "Our word is our bond," and and actually, it's that's the only one of the most important things that that we have is is, is our word. Uh, mm-hmm. So and of course that builds trust, and it can also uh, unfortunately destroy trust if you uh, you know promise to say you're going to do something or, you know, especially with, with, with children. It's important yes. that we keep our word with children. Yes. Yes. With, you know, because you tell the child, okay. And you know, people don't, don't think this matters, but it does <clears throat> because everybody has something called memories. Okay. We're going to go to the show today. Then here's the day, you know, and you're still sitting there. Are we going to go to the show? No, we're not going to go to the show. You know, you can't keep doing that. Or if you're saying that you're going to do something, I'm going to get out and do the yard work today, and then it doesn't happen. Then the next day, that really, then there goes that trust. There goes that trust. So then that person is, okay, fine, then I'll I'll go to the show myself, or I'll get out here and do the yard work because I cannot trust you no longer because you have diminished that trust that I had in you. Number 17. Stay true to who you are. A lot of us have a variety of selves that come out depending on the social situation. Homework and friends all require a different song and dance. Okay? Now, that's something that I was just saying to someone, you know, that you have a different method of how you talk, what you say to your coworkers when you are at home, when you are at the grocery store, and when you talk to God, there's, it's different. I love this. I love this. Number 18, explore alternative thoughts and ideas. Anyone who thinks they, they have all the answers is kidding themselves. I'm going to say that again. Anyone who thinks they have all the answers is kidding themselves. So make a point of challenging your beliefs on a regular basis. I love that. If you're a Christian, explore the thoughts of the most highly regarded Muslims to discover what they believe, what they do. Have conversations with people who believe differently than you do to learn what makes them tick. I'm I'm loving this guy, Reginald. Never Never add insult to injury. If you win an argument, this is also, all of these are big, but this is also a big one, my listeners. I got I got about three minutes. <clears throat> Number 19, never add insult to injury. If you win an argument, he says, there is no need to brag about it. Mm-hmm, yeah, I told you so. Particularly, this is what he's saying. I told you so. Will make you look arrogant. It doesn't make you look, look smart. It does not make you look smart. And discourage people from approaching you about the important things and rightfully so. Yeah, I told you so. I told you that was going to happen. I told you, you know, come on now. Really? All right. Number 20, set people free. 
don't merely give people step-by-step advice, but instead give them the freedom to figure it out for themselves. No one, listeners, no one, he says, like a micromanager. If you're asked for help, deliver a rough guideline to give a person moving in the right direction, but intentionally leave something left to the imagination so they will have the freedom to fill in the blanks, he says. When a person discovers they are able to figure things out by themselves, by their lonesome, they will discover they are more powerful than they ever thought possible. And that's what we want to do. We want to give people hope. We want to give people inspiration. We want to give people empowerment and the methods and and ways to empower themselves. And at the same token, Reginald and my listeners, we are also empowering ourselves. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, You know what? I said this before and I'm going to say it again. Education is a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Now, as I said, uh, our listeners, that um, what I just read to you um, uh, came from uh, Daniel uh, Wallen, uh, lifehack.org. Um, I am out of time. Uh, my engineer is telling me I will be back on November 2nd, 2017. Uh, always be safe out there. Time is our most precious commodity. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Reginald. Use your time more uh, wisely. Be kind to yourself as it starts with you first and then release it on to others. This is Teresa E. Keeves. 